Hi. Hi, Jen. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Oh, I'm 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 doing all right. Hey. 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 We just did this part. Which part? The hey, hi, hello. Oh, I see. I was going to use the hey to transition to another part where we oh. say, "Hey, look, it's uh, an audience." An audience to the My Name is Weezer show. Oh, my gosh. We should do an episode of My Name is Weezer right now. Didn't see you there, audience. Didn't see you. Just come on in. Pull up welcome. a chair. Pet the dog. All are welcome. We, there is a dog. There is a dog present. Let's just talk about her. Let's. She's here. <laughs> I mean, it's what I do most of the time anyway. That's not a lie. It's not. But I, talk I love about, you anyway. I talk about Kirby, which is my dog. Uh, more than I talk about any other subject in my life, I think, including work. You talk about Kirby more than you talk about work? Even when I'm at work, I talk about Kirby more than I talk about work. Mm-hmm. I've shown so many people pictures of Kirby, it's obscene. Maybe I'm glad I don't have a dog. No, you're not. You no. wish you had a dog. She's laying under the look, table right If now. I had a dog, I would rub his belly and tell him he was good. But instead, you just do that to my dog. I just do that to your dog. And you don't have the responsibility of picking up her poop. Right. Or any responsibility at all. That's true. Like, all I have to do is not stick my finger in your dog's butthole. <laughs> Please don't I, that's do all that. I, that's, look, it's my only responsibility. I can promise I probably won't do it. Like, 90%. Mm, 10% is too much. Mm, I'm comfortable with it. Hey, Jen. <laughs> yeah? Do you want to talk about Weezer a little bit? Sure, I'd be down. So, what? Did broad strokes, what is today? Tell me what today is in broad strokes. Today, we're going to talk about the Hootenanny Tour, and then we're also going to talk about uh, Not Alone. And uh, we're going to finish it off with some ratitude. Okay, well, let's let's talk a little bit about how uh, being a Weezer historian like this is, is a little bit problematic because somewhere around, you know, the red era, we start to run in like a split timeline of like what's going on with red and what's going on with rivers, right? Mm-hmm. Because alone, the, these alone records start to come out and they're old recordings of rivers and maybe the band but probably just rivers um yeah and so they're kind of coming out in conjunction with these not very well received weezer records um red and the one that we're going to talk about today ratitude ratitude and then the one after it oh yeah we'll we'll get to that (laughs) then we will we will. (laughs) we will get to the one after ratitude um but so the the thing is, like, both of these aesthetics kind of, like, are traveling together. So, obviously, like, Red and Ratitude are big records, right? They're both noisy records with a lot yeah. of sounds on them. Mm-hmm. Tons of sounds. Too many Ton- sounds, one would say. I, I mean, I think you could make a totally positive, totally positive, totally cohesive argument. Yeah. That there are too positive many sounds. Positive is not the right word. Positive is not because it's a negative it's argument. It's a negative You're argument. A negative Let's argument. be real. <laughs> That, that there's too yee, that there's too much sound on these records, but yeah. So they're doing they're using kind of the stripped down aesthetic of the alone records to promote Red and uh, this other one, <laughs> Ratitude. 
I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, look, if you're if I'm gonna be made to say words like ratitude, ratitude, sometimes Which, it's gonna get stuck in my mouth. I mean, maybe maybe I shouldn't bring it up yet, but you know where that comes from, right? The word ratitude. No, let's hold off because I'm looking forward to hearing where Great. it's coming from. But I want to live in a little bit of suspense. Okay. Thank you. Don't let me hear it. I'm gonna make a note, Jen. Hold on. Okay. He's gonna make a note right now. He's not Remember. writing on anything. He's just scratching my no, table. Uh, the, look, look here. Does this sound like scratching a table, or does it sound like taking a note? He's taking scratching the table. a note. He's scratching the table. Ask Jen. I'm I'm gonna bill you for this. Gratitude comes from comes from. Okay, there. Took a note. Won't forget. No. I'm done. All right. I'm out. Jen just wanted me to sit in that. Um. <clears throat> so what were we talking about? We were talking about we're something. <laughs> Too much sound. Was that where we were? Oh. Or had we passed that yet? No. Had, no, I, well, hold on. Let me, let me check back my no, notes stop. here. <laughs> stop taking fake notes. You don't like this bit. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You know how I can tell you don't like the bit? You're not helping me with it at all. <laughs> I'm just shitting all over it instead <laughs> of helping. Shitty, shit, no, the shitting on it is kind of okay. It's it's when you're just like sitting there quietly, letting the bit go by, like refusing to help. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah, well. It so, wouldn't be the first time one of us had done that. <laughs> what's that? Did did I leave you out to dry in a few bits? I'm getting a glare right now. <laughs> I feel like I can recall a specific time uh, when I was really excited about Poop Alley Studios. Yeah. And you were not. And all you did was hate on it. I played along with Poop Alley. <laughs> did you? All right. Now we're dredging up drama from past episodes of Weezerpedia. <laughs> No, of my name is Not, Weezer. What is the name of this podcast? Oh my god, this is uh, the name of the I'm podcast is existential Crash crisis right now. and Goddamn Burn is the name of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Guys, uh, look, here's what's happening. I know it doesn't seem like it, but we're talking about Weezer and we're talking about the Hoot Nannies. Jen, what's a Hoot Nanny? Hoot Nannies where a whole bunch of people get together and they all have instruments and they all just jam for a while. And, and in the context of Weezer, it meant uh, Weezer like hosting little parties where people would get together. They would, yeah, they would. Every like fans would show up with like acoustic instruments, and they would all just like hang out and play music together. Specifically, Weezer songs. Jen, were you ever were were you aware of these while they were happening? Hell no. Hell no. No, they were all these were all West Coast shows, and I was in the South. Oh. Uh, well, I, I was in Chicago at the time, and I, I, I remember hearing about them and being like, that sounds insane. I'm, it sounds fun as hell. I mean, d- yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess it sounds fun, but it also is kind of like, if I'm going to see Weezer, I want to just like see Weezer. Yeah, because you know? they only, like the set list that they did for these was real small. It was just Pork and Beans, Island in the Sun, Creep. Like Radiohead creep. Wait, so what? Say what it ain't you, so. El hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold no, on. No, I won't. What are you talking about? I'm talking about this list of the set list that I found on Weezerpedia. The set list for, for what? For the Acoustic Hoot Nanny tour. Okay. In North America. So what? What does that mean? That like, what is the? Is the set list just like those the were list the songs, of songs that they played? Those are the songs that like they played with everyone. 
I think so. That, that like, might have been just straight up it. That like they taught people to play. Well, I don't know if that's straight up it because the um, the specific Hoot Nanny that you and I are going to talk about this, right now. That one's not related to the Hoot Nanny tour, though. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. There was a Hoot Nanny tour where they went to L.A., Phoenix, Portland, San Francisco, Seattle, and then a couple other L.A. Um, gigs, and they mm. just played six songs. Now, five of which are Weezer, one of which is Radiohead. Now, is it actually Radiohead and not, yeah. the, not the Weezer song called Creep? Nope. It's it Creep, and in parentheses, Radiohead, it says on Weezerpedia. Weird. Because they have, they have their own song called Creep. They decided they wanted the Radiohead one more. It's not, it's not like they were, you know, looking around and be like, oh, man. If Wish only. we had a song named Creep to play. Right. Right. Like, because they have one. I know. They were just like, hmm, theirs is better. Is that true? I don't know. I mean, people seem to like it. There was that choir that sang it for the Facebook movie trailer. You remember that? You mean the social network? That's the one. Um, I don't think I knew that. There's like one of the first trailers for um, social network. There's like a, a children's choir. Maybe they're not children. I don't know. That's a weird song for children. It's a weird song for a choir. It's just a weird song. <laughs> it's it's an okay weird song. Yeah. I also like the set list for this is like okay at best. Uh, can you can you go back to yeah, it? Yeah, I'll repeat it. It's Pork and Beans, mm-hmm. Island in the Sun, Creep, Say It Ain't So, El Scorcho, and Beverly Hills. So it's just real top line. Right. It's all hits. Like very like things everyone knows yeah and it's from like across their catalog yeah you've got two from yeah two from pinkerton one from green one from make believe one from red and then creep (laughs) right which is from none of them their albums should be from green but no is is that what that what, what is creep on I'm tr- I'm trying to think of it in my head, and I'm I just. I think hearing. you're making it up. I don't know that they do have a song. They have crab. Is that what I mean? I feel like that's what you mean. There's because on green, yeah, green has crab. Well, I think you've outed me now. I don't yeah. actually like Weezer I was, at all. I was sort of just wondering what you meant and going along with it, but maybe I'm thinking. I think, you're, I think of crab. you're wrong. I think you're thinking about crab. Oh, because it's like, because I'm a crab. <laughs> I'm a weirdo. That's a song, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> okay, it. Good. Uh, it's really creep if you wanna. She won't be coming around. What's that? Oh, I I got I got it. You get it? I get it. You <laughs> did good. the reverse I, of what I was I doing. Did the reverse. I did it. But without singing, lack of commitment. Got it. That's not really a singing song. Uh, crab. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So on anyway. the subject of not green <laughs> anymore, we're not. T- we've talked about green already. Um, so the the Hoot Nanny uh, tour that's a very like fan focused thing. One hundred percent. Jen, you have some Weezer fan news, right? Yeah. Some personal Weezer fan news. I do have some personal Weezer fan news. Well, what is it? Um, a friend of mine who wasn't Patrick actually convinced me to join the Weezer fan club. Yeah. So I did that. It cost me $40. That seems like a lot to join a club. It seems like a lot to join a club. But I did get a t-shirt, a patch, and a uh, unreleased single. 
what is the single? It's called Everybody Needs Salvation. Everybody Needs Salvation. Yeah. I have not listened to it yet. Well, because it's, it's a record. It's vinyl. It's vinyl. There's also... There's a download a, code? Yeah, there's a download code. I just haven't done it yet. I actually didn't even take the shrink wrap off the record until like an hour ago. And that's Sorry. not uh, Everybody Needs Salvation. That's not a uh, track that's going to be on the white? I don't think so, but actually now I'm not sure. Uh, Do you have the track list re- readily available? I mean, only in that I can look it up. So, no, not not really. I, I suppose it would be thematically appropriate because it's like a religious thing. Everyone needs salvation. Um, that's a little bit in line with thank God for girls. It looks like it's not going to be on it. Well, cool. Then you got something cool here. I have something so cool. Oh, my gosh. It's so, it's so cool. So is this where everyone is getting all their like unreleased Weezer shit? Like forever? I don't know, but I did get a little excited because when you join the fan club, mm-hmm. um, you get an email from Carl Cock right away, right out the gate. Uh, didn't Greg teach us that that name is pronounced Coke? He probably did, but we had already decided that we were going to call him Cock, so I don't That's care. right. That's right. All right. Well, then we'll I'm, go I'm back s- to Cock. I'm sticking to our guns. Whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sticking to our guns about Cock. Um, so so you, you feel good about your fan club decision? Sure. Yeah. I mean, they're going to send me a personalized. Is this your first fan club? Yeah. I, I am not a member of any other fan club. Yeah. I'm not either. And you still aren't. No, I know. um yeah i mean i wore the shirt it fits nicely (laughs) i don't know that i'll wear it in public because i don't know that i want the whole world to know that i'm part of a fan club although i guess i'm putting it on this podcast now but whatever does it say like it says weezer fan club Club. oh that's a little weird which is a little aggressive it actually has the exact same image on it that the patch has on but it's a red shirt the patch is fucking cute the patch is very cute. So the shirt is cute, they're, they're but like, it's like aggressive. It's kind of like Dilberty versions of <laughs> the band, right? Yeah, they're cartoony and, and like uh, they're cute. And like so wienery and everyone's wearing glasses. Yeah, super wienery. Super wienery. Just big old wieners. Um, yeah, so I'm supposed to send a picture of myself to Carl Cock uh-huh. so he can make me a personalized membership card. I don't think he actually makes them. But he, I w- he sends away for it. Yeah. Well, I don't think I don't know that he's particularly involved at all anymore. Sure. He just he but just they send comes you like into a the long, office and signs letters. Yeah. <laughs> they send you uh, like a long email that's like a list, like the history of the Weezer fan club. Yeah. So they talk about Michael and Carly um, who founded the Weezer fan club, who we talked about uh, quite a bit in earlier episodes. Jen, I'm going to I'm going to put forth a new goal. Oh my God! For what? us, for you, is it for to me, meet Carl Cox? for this podcast. No, it is not to oh, meet. Okay. It's not to meet anyone. I've met about as many people as I can possibly. You're done meet. meeting it, people. I'm done meeting people. That's fair. No new people from this point out. Great. Um, no, we should. If look, if the Weezer fan club uh, has like a, a a letter that's a history of the fan club, we need to get my name is Weezer mentioned in that they don't mention like anything in that letter they mentioned michael and carly yeah but they literally founded the thing that i joined and died and died they did both of these things things. we've not done any but we we founded this podcast i guess yeah like two years ago 
I'm just saying we're at least as good as those people that died for the band. No? I mean, yeah. Thank you. Anything I to just, humor you, Patrick. Th- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about, let's talk more about the, the hoot nannies. Uh, or yeah. not, not, not necessarily. Let's, let's. I don't know that we have that much. Right more to say about the Hootenanny tour, but I do know we have quite a bit to say about um, Not Alone, which was recorded at a goddamn Hootenanny, but a separate Hootenanny from this tour. So this was one that happened in November of 2008. The tour ended in August 2008. It went from May to August. Um, and, And it was called the Alone 2 Hootenanny. Uh, th- this specific show. So this is yeah. the one. Um, this is recorded at what's the name of this place? Fingerprints. Fingerprints is in like Long Beach or something. It is in Long Beach, California, um, and it is uh, a record release party. Right. This is the release of Alone Two. Um. I, th- I mean, I, I assume I assume that's why it's called the Alone Two Hootenanny. Otherwise, it's I'm just a crazy sure coincidence. I think it's a. I might be crazy, but I th- I don't think it is. Maybe you're right. Maybe I was just projecting that onto it. I think you it. were just projecting that onto it. Awkward. So, ooh, that's okay. I've I've told lies on this podcast before. Um, so the there's a, an official release of this thing of this hoot nanny, which is like, impossible to find. It's impossible to find. I saw I encountered a like iTunes link to buy it at one point, um, and tried to follow it, but it just like opened my iTunes and there was nothing there. And then like tried to search for Rivers, for Rivers and Friends, for yeah Weezer, and it's just it's just not out there. It's not. It's not accessible, man. And you know what I feel like Weezerpedia should have been more upfront in telling us about that, right? Yeah. Should have been more upfront being like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you're not going to find this thing." I'm actually on the page for Not Alone Rivers Cuomo and Friends Alive at Fingerprints and yeah. it says, "Well, yeah, it's a, there's nothing. It was released for independent record retail outlets only." But that's all it says. But then why would there even why would there have been a iTunes link for it at any And point. there also should have been at least like some kind Samaritan who had one of the independent <laughs> records uh, loaded it onto YouTube, but they didn't. No one did. No and, one did. And there, there's a DVD of this thing too. And man, would it have been fun to watch this DVD. Sure. Yeah. Although Here's I don't, I wonder if the DVD would have been that different from what we ended up doing, which was watching videos on YouTube from someone else yeah so it looks like it, the the videos you can find on youtube it looks like it's just from someone who was there with their phone or with like a camera because it's zooming sometimes yeah. um thanks ben lashes ben, uh youtube lashes. youtube personality ben lashes does he have a youtube personality i Is have it? no idea but he recorded this alone to hoot nanny which means that a lot of it yeah. he was really helpful in our process uh, Jen, what are your um, just impressions of of that evening? It looked like a lot of fun, to be it perfectly honest. It did look like a lot of fun. You know what I really, really like is it starts with 
songs from the black hole stuff yeah it they straight start up doing, starts with blast off yeah which is and, a great way to fucking start a show <laughs> yeah one is especially a show that's like driven by fans and by fan interaction by, like, i mean they invited i think it was like 150, 150? super fans mm-hmm. to come to this thing um which like first of all I feel like if I was a celebrity, having 150 of my super fans in one room would be a little overwhelming. Um, but Rivers Rivers handled it pretty well. Um, he started by asking what fans wanted to hear. Is that how they get blast off? Yeah, because everyone wants to hear the stuff that at, like fans literally unanimously chose blast off That's to so start weird. it. That's so weird that they're like. Yeah, we all want to hear Blast Off. We all want to hear who you call in, bitch. Well, the funniest thing was that at the end of Blast Off, they did a couple of takes of some of these. At the end of Blast Off, uh, the first take, yeah. the whole audience just went straight into who you call in, bitch. And Rivers was just laughing because he was like, he like wasn't going to do it. Right. But like you but have to. You, yeah, you That's have to. Blast off and they, they basically forced him <laughs> to do that, which is really funny. So then he was like, OK, OK. So he did a take two of Blast Off. And then he like went straight into who you call in, bitch. Um, it, like sincerely, which was like just so great. Like, yeah, that made me I smiled a lot at that. Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's just a lot of, like, smiling at the discovery of them, like, f- you know, finding how much fun it is to play these songs yeah. in, in, like, a room full of people. Oh, God, yeah, where everyone knows literally all the lyrics, um, except for, I can't remember which song it was. It might have been... Oh, there, yeah, there was something there was where, one... like, Rivers didn't know. No, well, Rivers Rivers needed lyrics for a lot of these songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is fair. He's written like hundreds and hundreds of songs. Um, well, and some of these didn't make any record, like yeah. didn't make any appearances on record. Um, but the one, one that I, one thing that I thought was very funny, he was playing, it might've been the sweater song. Um, but they like zoom in really close on one of the audience members mm-hmm. who was clearly singing the wrong words to the song. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't, uh, which um, just tickled me. It isn't uh, the sweater song. Um, didn't Rivers leave? This was like after. Oh, right, the, that wasn't. Him. So I can't remember which first, song it was. So there's maybe it was El Scorcho. Uh, yeah, maybe I don't it remember. is. But they just like Ben Lashes zooms so close in on this guy who just like has no idea what the fuck he's singing, and he's like clearly. I don't know that. Like he doesn't seem like a super fan. He seems like a plus one to me. <laughs> Oh, and maybe he is. And maybe he just doesn't know the words to the, like... Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe he's not crazy. <laughs> That's right. Maybe he's not insane. I knew all the words to most of these. <laughs> um, I do think it's interesting that on, on the subject of the sweater song, um, so the sweater, un, Undone the Sweater Song is mm-hmm. uh, considered the second encore. The first encore, let's talk about the whole encore situation, okay? okay. Um, I know you dislike encores just <laughs> abstractly, but... Uh, I, it's not that I don't like encores. I just don't like the pretense. You don't like to pretend that there's not going to be one. Yeah. So, but I think in this case, like, there's sort of a, a genuine, like, question mark. Yeah. This is a great situation for an encore. Yeah. Because who knows if he's coming back? Because this isn't a traditional concert. And the fans really, 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 really want him to continue. So he comes back out and 
he's like, all right, we'll take a, a request, right? Mm-hmm. And so people are requesting, you know, all their old favorites. And then uh, they do like a number picking, like, you know, pick all these songs on, uh, like pick a number and each number corresponds with a song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll all play it together. Um, and it was. And it was the greatest man that ever lived. And he like, Rivers sees that and he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Like because <laughs> legitimately, like, how are you supposed to play that with a bunch of like, people who think you're the greatest man that ever lived? Oh, is that is that what your take on it? My oh, take I on it is what like think? it's it's such a um, like the song changes textures and styles so many times that like you know if you're doing a regular song that's like verse chorus verse chorus people can like keep up and like understand the changes but you gotta be really familiar with the greatest man that ever yeah exactly (laughs) to be able to play that one have you ever been like at a like thing where people are singing along with someone playing the piano and someone starts playing bohemian rhapsody and everyone's like yeah this is gonna be great we're all gonna sing bohemian rhapsody and then it's not because it necessarily falls apart yeah later in the song when it becomes like a very tight but somehow somehow this room of 151 weirdos that was me that was just i dropped my foot oh sorry jen i distracted you (laughs) i thought it was you thought it was robbers no i thought it was the dog falling off the couch (laughs) look but these guys uh keep it together well enough to at least get through it yeah and have a great time there's there's one specific guy uh, in a green shirt who's doing a lot of he's playing guitar and he's standing behind rivers yeah and he's doing a lot of uh, really smooth gyrating, but he mm. also he also knows all of the words to every song he sings very loudly and he knows how to play every single song that is thrown out there even the unreleased ones. Hey, super fan. Like to the point where I think he might know the songs at this point better than Rivers does. Yeah, maybe. Because Rivers is like r- way out of this stuff at yeah, this point. Yeah, he, he's like, someone <laughs> give me lyrics. I need lyrics. I need yeah, like one of the chords for that. Yeah, yeah, he's he's sort of bumbling through it. But I mean, he does it and he's like, pleasing. No, finish your thought. I'm sorry. I got excited. Oh, he's pleasing the audience. And he's, I'm like, now I really want to. Patrick got very excited. For I got very excited because I, I knew we were talking about uh, Undone. And we, so we were weaseling our way to undone's appearance Uh on on this set um go for it so this is after greatest man that ever lived which was you know the encore um and then rivers like leaves and everyone else is just like fuck it we want to hear undone so we're gonna sing it so we're gonna sing it and the song appears on the dvd and the the CD. cd yeah that's so cool it's just awesome like imagine those fans are like holy shit holy shit we're we're on a fucking record yeah, and playing With on Rivers. a song that even he's not yeah. playing on. Um, uh, Jen, do you think there's any value in uh, pulling up any of these on YouTube? I, I'm not necessarily convinced that there is. Um, like, I, I think this is something that people can search out for themselves. Yeah, I would say searching out for yourselves. I had a really good time listening to um, Suzanne. I thought that was the, one of the better ones that they did. Um, but I don't know that we need to listen to it. There's a really bad banjo player in Butterfly who kind of wrecked it. Uh, yeah, he's so earnest about it though. He's, like he, he like he really, really want he's yeah. really excited and he really wants to play it, but he's just not doing a good job. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Devotion's always fun. Devotion's a great one. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know that we needed to play any of it. I would recommend going to Ben Lash's YouTube page. Or, you know, finding a copy yeah, of this thing. Yeah, find a copy and then mail it to us, please. Look, man, I didn't look in any... I did not look for a physical copy of this. Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't leave my house looking for this. Yeah. I simply left several web pages. Yeah, left a few of them open. New yep. tabs. Oh, a lot of tabs. A lot of new tabs. I mean, you gotta, right? Right. I mean, that's... That's how you look for things on the internet. That's how you look for things. Look, I had a Google open, right? A Google? I had a Bing open. Really? I didn't have a Bing open. It's a lie. <laughs> I was so, going to say. I'm sorry. I thought you knew better than that. Well, you know, sometimes I tell lies on this podcast. So I'm sorry. I hope you forgive me. <laughs> Thank you for just <laughs> sighing into the microphone. <laughs> Jen, are you sighing because we've got to talk about ratitude now that we've talked about the hootenanny? I mean, I guess it's time. Oh, man. Okay, so this, look, I know I I come down. We both came down at least relatively positive on Red. I come down more. Yeah, Patrick more so, but I'm like, I'm fine with it. There are songs on that 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 I will listen to for fun that will go in playlists of songs that I like. Right. And we are approaching the sort of the dreck, the bottom of the barrel. Patrick and I both agree that uh hurley is the bottom like it's the like the 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 full-on dip yeah um yeah but ratitude's not super far away from that i might even argue that this we agreed on this like prior to this conversation that hurley was the worst we had a conversation are you about to go back on that Uh, no i'm not about to go back on it i think i just want (laughs) to clarify i think both these records are bad yes um but i think that Hurley is such a non-entity to me that like I almost don't have the energy to hate it. I don't have like the energy to dislike it. I don't it. know that I've ever actually listened to it all the way through. So that'll be a fun challenge for us for the next episode. Yeah. Is listen Seeing all the if way we through. can make it yeah. all the way through Hurley without hurling. This is one of our favorite. <laughs> yes. That was a very good joke, Jen. Very good joke. I liked it so much. You're not laughing. You're just saying that I you was also it. laughing. Okay. Hey, if you don't know what my laughter looks like, I think we need to re-examine this whole relationship. Oh, no. It's okay. Look, uh, I think there's really only one way you and I are going to get through talking about ratitude. Booze. And, and booze. It is alcohol. So we're going to we're gonna take a little break. We're going to pour ourselves a glass of wine, maybe several. Maybe large glasses chug of wine. Chug a couple and then sit, dip, sit back down. We're going to chug wine? <laughs> this is what we're reduced to. <laughs> so, look, I, I recommend that you do the same, dear listener, um, because we're going to play a lot. I am I think we're going to play a lot of tracks. You do? From this abortion, yeah. Oh, no. I'm just, just prepare thyself. Oh, okay. We're going to get into it. Um, I mean, if we got to. And we got to. So we're taking Ugh. a little break. Get yourself something to drink. And uh, come back. Come back and join us. Come once back you're and join good us. Good and south. Schnockered. All we'll right. see you soon. Bye. All right. We're drunk. Well, yeah, we're on our way, tripping down the freeway, as it were, drinking and driving without the driving. Because we're just sitting in my living room, kitchen, dining room. My apartment's your very apartment. small. We're in your apartment. <laughs> 
in my apartment. Okay, so Ratitude. Oh, so, so the fun fact about Ratitude, the name of it. Yes. Um, was a suggestion from Rain Wilson, a.k.a. Dwight, Dwight from Schrute the from The Office. Um, yep. See, I guess I knew that. Um, I feel like that's like a commonly known thing. Hey, so what's up with that then? Like... There, Weezerpedia has literally no information no about information. it except for the title of the album was suggested by Rain Wilson. So it's nonsense, right? And there's nothing on the record that is like lyrically tied to Ratitude. No. Right? And then fucking the next record is Hurley and just a picture of... Of Hurley from Lost. Yeah. And like, it's like, what are you, got, what are you doing? You guys are just like... Seeing was, things do you and think talking that, to Rain Wilson. Do you think that a Jorge Garcia was just like, sure, I guess you can use my picture, or was he like excited? I like to think that Jorge Garcia was a was a Weezer fan, probably. Okay, right, probably. Grew I get, up we're getting ahead of ourselves. This is we ne- are. This is fact, next episode. Do you think Rain Wilson is a fan of Weezer? I mean, he fucking named the album. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. So I would either he's a fan of Weezer or he's just like friends with Rivers. Uh, yeah, or or they're just mutual celebrities. Yeah, I feel like that's a thing. That they're just like, like went celebrities to the same are just like, party hey, we're both hills. famous. Yes, yeah. everything happens in the hills for celebrities. That's what I. That's what I like to imagine. Hey, that's where Kevin Smith met me. <laughs> Do you know that? I didn't know that. Didn't wasn't was Kirby with you for that one? Kirby was not with me for that. Oh, you were with Sarah, not with Ryan. That's right. Yeah, this was on Thanksgiving. Sarah and I were going for a walk mm-hmm. in our neighborhood, like up in the hills there, where Kevin Patrick Smith lives right lives. by Running Canyon. I live right by Running Canyon in the Hollywood. Um, the the Hollywood. Hollywood. So we're walking, and it's Thanksgiving. I'm wearing a Green Lantern sweatshirt. Yeah, he um, is. And you know, I wear glasses. So yeah, I'm, he does. Uh, yeah, I do. So I'm looking like a huge nerd. Big nerd. Big old nerd. Big nerd. And we're walking and we encounter Kevin Smith and his wife (gasps) walking their dog. Aw, what kind of dog? I don't remember. I was trying to figure out if I was looking at Kevin Smith or not. He wasn't wearing a hockey jersey, okay? So it took me a second, like, can Kevin Smith even not wear a hockey jersey? Hockey jersey seems like a weird thing to wear while hiking. Uh, But it wasn't, we weren't, like, at Runyon at Runyon. We were, like, uh, uh, like, in the neighborhood. Oh, like I thought you were. I thought you were at Runyon. No, common okay. misconception. Our house is. I feel like if it's a common Runyon. misconception, you can just edit the way you tell the story. Uh, well, I say common misconception because it's happened right now <laughs> in this specific telling. Oh, and I didn't want to make you feel like a big weirdo. So uncommon misconception. Thank Jen. you. That's really thoughtful. You're welcome. Um. And so I'm, 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 uh, we're, we're walking one way, Kevin and his wife are walking the other way mm-hmm. and I'm spending obviously too much time staring at him, trying to figure out if I'm looking at Kevin Smith. Yeah. Um, and so he says to me, Hey, he greets me. Oh my God. He says, Hey. So if you stare at someone weirdly long enough, they'll say, Hey, first, is that the moral I of the think story? So. I think so. Yeah. I do this thing when I'm walking my dog around the neighborhood um, where I like to say hi to the people that I pass. Yeah. I feel like it makes me seem friendly and unthreatening. Not that I am just particularly threatening. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it's funny to me 
the people who will say hi back, the people who will pretend like I don't exist, and the people who seem actively offended by the fact that I spoke to them at all. People seem actively offended? I've gotten some weird looks. All right. Um, so LA's a really unfriendly town, I think is what I'm saying. Uh, unless you encounter Kevin Smith, who'll who's, see... Who's really nice, and I wish that he lived Green in my Lantern neighborhood. shirt and say hi to you. I don't own that. Well, you can borrow mine sometime. Thanks. So what, how did we, why was I talking about, oh, because we were up in the, Mutual celebrities. Up in the hills. Right. So in, in that moment, we were all celebrities together. Yes. Uh, so that's, that's where the name comes from. Yeah. Is from Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson walking his dog, saying hi to Patrick. River, me. <laughs> I was walking with Kevin Smith. And, and Rain River, Wilson. Ray, Rain Wilson and, and Rivers, Rivers Cuomo. Cuomo. Right. We're out with Kevin Smith's wife. Awkward. Yeah, so I don't really remember how the story goes, but uh, needless to say, the album has a dumb title. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, I think that's that's in keeping with the record itself. Yeah. Which I find to be profoundly dumb. Oh, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. I like. Okay, so this record, there are a couple songs that I'm okay with. Okay. There are a few songs that, like, I'll listen to them if they're on. And then there are a few songs that make me angry that they exist, that they made it onto an album, that they, mm-hmm. like, that anyone thought that it was a good fucking idea to make this music. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I get, like, <laughs> listening. There are just, like, specifically, I would say two. And I feel like they're obvious. Well, uh, um, I, I don't know about that because for me, I think there are like five song, five or six songs on this record that make me actively angry. There are two that make me want to throw like everything I own out of a window and not believe in humanity anymore. Let's and then start, there are other ones that I also hate. Sure. Let's start on those most negative notes. I want to know which two songs on Ratitude you Great. hate more than anything. The two songs that I hate on Ratitude more than is, anything. Is there one that you hate more than the other or do you just hate them both? Ugh, I hate them both. Yeah. I have more to say about one than I do about the other. What's, what are they? What are they? Um... Can't stop partying. Okay, good choice. And love is the answer. Okay, so these are both. They're they're both terrible songs. I'm with you 100 yeah. percent on that. Um, they're both. Uh, they don't me, fit in. For me, they are the exact opposite of red. So, last week I said that red to me was very experimental with what the band currently has mm-hmm. like using the four guys and the sounds they all they already make mm-hmm. um and ratitude is the opposite of that in that it's using uh, other people and using, the sounds that they don't make right but not doing that to be experimental just doing it to sound more like what's already on the <sighs> radio um, yeah, I completely agree with that assessment. 100%. Right? right? Like they're, it, they're bringing in outside uh, talent to sound less like themselves. Yeah. Um, Can we start by talking about Can't Stop Partying? Please, please let's. So do you know, um, I know you're not like a, a purveyor of the Alone Records, but do you know that Can't Stop Partying is on Alone too? I did know that, okay. actually. And I know that it's not what it is on this album. And... Well, I mean, it's it's necessarily it's a demo, you know. It's a demo, but there like there's no Lil Wayne on it. 
Yeah. It, it, does, it doesn't have house beats. <laughs> it doesn't have like My anything. God, yeah. I hate this song. I hate it so fucking much. Um, do you think they got Little Wayne just so? Yeah, I think they do. And actually, I've been like planning to talk about this for a go, long time. Go, go. <laughs> Patrick was going to say, do you think they specifically got Little Wayne because his, his nickname is Wheezy and their name is Weezer, right? So it just That's be what you Weezer were going to say. And it's Wheezy. Exactly. So here's what I think. So I work in social media marketing and we talk yes. a lot about um, what makes sense for brands to join a social media conversation about and what doesn't make sense for them to join a conversation about. Sure. Um, and we spend a lot of time um, dealing with like missed opportunities where it really would have made sense for our brand to comment on this like social conversation that's happening. Um, but we didn't have the approval approvals in place that like you there have were like legal a, reasons. Like a recent example of something happening that you think a brand should have commented on. Sure. I mean, I mean, it's not super recent, but when Kendrick Lamar dropped to Pimp a Butterfly last year, yeah, um, the the brand that I don't want to like, <laughs> I don't want to mention. You don't want to put your shit on blast. I don't want to sure, put. Okay. I don't want to put my shit on blast. Um, but the brand that I was working for was really hip hop focused, and we really wanted to. We made a gif that was like just this really simple butterfly flying across the screen. And it was really cute and it was great. And we wanted the copy to just be today's a great day to be a hip hop fan. Um, there was nothing at all that ev like even mentioned Kendrick. There was nothing that like mentioned his album. But we were the uh, legal team that we were we were working with was like, nope. That's crazy. It was bananas. Uh, so so you think that that there was some like synergy minded person that, that was no. like Weezer and Wheezy that'll I make a great hashtag. I think that this is an opportunity hashtag. that they should have missed because um, just having similar names is not a good enough reason to make a goddamn song together when your music styles are completely opposite and different from each other and don't go well. Like it just why well, did they? Well, I mean, <laughs> getting here, too angry to talk about this. Song. You are getting too angry to talk about it. So I think like first things first, we can agree rap rock as a genre generally nope. awful it's right? so bad but i don't think that that means that weezer can't do a song with a rapper sure like, if it was done well maybe yeah for sure like i yeah, i i can only think of like a, a handful of examples where i really like hearing a songwriter working with um like a rapper they, they mm -hmm. seem like two different uh methods of expression to me almost mm -hmm. you know um but yeah, this and the the rap here is so bad. Like, Gotta stop mixing alcohol with pharmaceuticals, Patrick. Okay, so that lyric does. You like that one? No, I don't like it. But you it, just looked at me like, well, I do kind of no, like that. It does one. stick in my brain though. It's sticky, and I, it, it, may, it is sticky. That's, and that's probably the only quote that I could directly pull from that rap besides. Uh, it's Wheezy and Weezer and Wheezy. <laughs> and I can't even pull that one as clearly as I can. Oh, Gotta stop mixing alcohol and pharmaceuticals. Yeah. There's, I mean, and to the record's credit, a lot of the shit on here that I hate is sticky. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. I, we've been like singing to ourselves, I can't stop partying, partying. Oh my God. Even like, the fucking lyrics in this song when you start list okay can i just want to like hate play a little bit of it please let's hate play a little bit because it's just like from the fucking get-go 
Yeah, let's let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning, and then I I want to jump ahead to the. It's either right before the rap or right after the rap. There's some like fucking M83 garbage. You know what I'm talking about? There's some there's some like there's like a a keyboardy sound. There's also there's a moment at the end of the rap where uh, Lil Wayne and Rivers are are like singing together, and like Rivers is singing and Lil Wayne is rapping, and it's just. That they hope the he doesn't kill the life of the party. Yeah. Can we also just talk about how insincere the song is? It's so in. Gotta have Patron. Like uh, the whole and this is this is a uh, on the whole record, right? That like the whole thing is about like I want to fuck, I want to party, yep. and there's no there's just personality. nothing. It like especially coming off red, where like he did kind of dig deep in some of those songs. Yeah, and and, and like he shows a personality that is frequently ugly. Right? Yeah, that like that again. One of the reasons I like the greatest man that ever lived is that it's like pure uh, pure unadulterated ego. Yeah, but that seems real to me. That seems like a perspective he could genuinely Whereas have as Rivers Cuomo. This is just garbage. This is, this just is something garbage, that literally anyone could write. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hate listen to a little <laughs> bit of this. Oops. Sorry. What was that? Turn me around. What is this? It's just no good. This isn't Weezer. Okay, so it starts with the chorus. That's something I was praising earlier about something, right? Dreaming. Yeah, but gotta have Patron, gotta have the beat, gotta have a lot of pretty girls around me. Can we pause it for a second? No. Yeah, we can. Sorry. I'm uncomfortable with the womanizing on this record. There is. Actually, this feeds really well into something that I was going to say. Which yeah. is something that I casually mentioned to you about a week ago when we were um, about to record, which is oh, that yeah. Kesha comes up in this conversation um, because two yeah. of two of these songs on this record are uh, produced by Dr. Luke. Oh. Can you guess which ones? Oh. One of them is a bonus track. Okay. Oh God, they're both gross. So, Doctor. Dr. Dr. Luke, Luke, who is the guy Kesha who rapist. raped Ke- Kesha. Right. And he. Hold on. Hold on. Let's go back. Let's let's make it like a standard thing. Dr. Luke, comma, Kesha, Kesha rapist. 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 We have yeah. a word for person who rapes. It's rapist. <laughs> it's, it's rapist. Not it's rapist. No, but he, he raped Kesha. Right. And he's still getting to produce her next six albums. And that's what's happening in current events right now. And everybody's pissed about it, including God, Patrick damn, and I. God, damn. It's fucking ridiculous. So the two songs that he produced slash co-wrote on uh-huh. this fucking record are the... Uh, the rapiest song on this record, first of all. I'm Your Daddy or yeah. Give Me Some? Oh, I'm Your Daddy. So... Uh, it made me uncomfortable before I knew that he uh, produced and co-wrote. Here's the thing. So I can't wait to hate I'm Your Daddy. Should we keep hating Can't Stop Partying I, I, first? I feel like we've got more I'm hate sorry. I didn't mean to get off track. I was just partying. really no, like, this is, I look, wanted to talk about that for like a week. I, there's there's so much on this record that I find morally reprehensible. Yeah. Um, and so let's, you know, let's let's get all, let's air all of our Ugh. grievances now. This is just like going to be a half hour shit show of us 
getting pissed. Yeah, and getting pissed, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. He picked up his wine glass. He's getting drunk. I had to take a drink after uh, I talked about Dr. Luke because it just made me angry. Luckily, I'm with a friend who I trust who will not put date rape drugs in my drink. I won't put day rape drugs in your drink, Jen. Wow, that's I don't how even much know what that means. I don't, I don't know either. <laughs> I don't think that's I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Under it. no circumstances am I going to expose you to rape drugs of any kind. Thank you. Day or night. That's trust. That is. Tr- that's trust, and that's love. <laughs> just beautiful. Is there more about can't stop partying that we want to get to? You wanted to listen to another part of it, right? Uh, yeah, I don't fucking care anymore. It's There's, just awful. It's, Guys, this song is so fucking bad. The thing that really drives me nuts about it, though, is the fact that the chorus does get lodged in my goddamn brain. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe we'll talk about it again when we get to Alone 2, where in a different context, the chorus is more fun. But, I mean, like... Here and on this record. Can we just play like the tiniest part please. of the rap just to hate listen to Go it? Go for it. Because I just want to like share this with our listeners and how goddamn terrible it is. <laughs> that was just a stab. I got it on the first try. This is Weezer that we're listening to right now. That's it. I'm done. I'm finished. We're done. You, you, you couldn't listen to any of that. I'm out. Hold on. No, let, let it go. Let it go a little bit. Let it go a little bit. He also sounds like Childish Gambino right there. Like, Except like slower and less. Yeah. It's so less non-energetic. Yeah. There's a lot of um, lack of energy. Uh-huh. On on this record in general, and lack of commitment, and yeah. lack of emotional depth. This no is just like such a surface level record. Yeah, t- typified by this song. Like, do you think how many how many takes do you think Lil Wayne did on this? I don't know. It I sounds like a first draft, right? <sighs> I can't spend any more time thinking about this song. That's fine. Can we move on? Are yeah. We, are we moving on time your daddy cuz we brought it up already? Yeah, so let's let's talk about all of the morally reprehensible songs this on this song. cuz there's there's a difference between like the shitty songs on this record and those that I actually like object to on a, a human, personal level. human level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's not just like as a music fan or as a Weezer fan, uh-huh. but as like a human being. And this is one of those. Yeah, I'm your daddy. You are my baby tonight. It and made I'm your me daddy. feel disgusting before I knew a rapist wrote it. Yeah, before before you knew that I Dr. even Luke knew that Kesha rapist wrote this. Yeah, song. it's <sighs> just like it gives you the skin crawl willies. Like you are my baby and I'm your daddy, and it's like clearly in a romantic sense, but like an incestual romantic. Uh, I mean, it's it's obviously not being literal, right? I know it's, it's not. I know, but like, but the metaphor is almost more upsetting. Yeah, right. Like uh-huh. there's so much. It, it, uh, sexualization the the conflation of sexualization and infantilization is disgusting right mm-hmm. and it's something that is so prevalent in culture um uh-huh. and in music that it's and but like i i don't it's not something that i associate with rivers. weezer and yeah. rivers yeah like, for for all of the like bullshit posturing and being like 
like okay rivers you're a troublemaker we get yeah, it okay rivers we get it oh yeah everyone's a little queer can't you be a little straight like but this is like it's different and like where i i'm i'm gonna look up the lyrics here because i i have i get so mad that like i you can't forget what it even is yeah i can't i can't <laughs> even think past the chorus so i don't I've got them pulled up. You here. got them pulled up. Yeah. You got any highlights from it? Actually, let let's play a little bit of the song. Let let's just get it in our in our brains a little bit. It's so sad. I have no joy in playing any of these songs. I'll have joy in playing some of these songs. Well, a couple maybe. Okay, so we're starting off with drum machine. Fuck you, Pat. We got a drum machine. Oh yeah. Pause it there a second. I, th- I I thought tonight would be a night like any other night. I thought I, tonight would suck like every other night. Would suck like every other night. I party with my friends, right? Mm-hmm. It's more. It's more like. Is is this actually someone's a human being's perspective of like this sucks, man? I'm just going to another party. Like all I do is party. Can't stop partying. It's so in fucking sincere. Keep going. Let it let it ride. Okay, so he's dancing with a girl. Alright. I was very ready to pause that in case you weren't. So the melody there isn't bad. Sure. It's not like like, if you take away all the lyrics and all the disgusting, gross stuff that's happening in this song and you maybe put Pat back in there. I like it musically. I mean, I think Pat is probably playing some some drums, especially on the chorus. Um, But yeah, it's uh, man, it's just dumb. I mean, dumb, uh, sexist, creepy. I mean, it's, it's, I just, like, I can't help but compare it lyrically to earlier stuff where, you know, here he's like, and to top it off, you're cool, right? And so, like, Mm -hmm. my mind is just, like, takes the Weezer lyric Rolodex and goes to the word cool, um, and, like, I get lyrics like, um, I asked you to go to the Green Day concert, you said you never heard of them, how cool is that? Uh, You know, so, like, I... Like I I know I know that he can, like he can find things cool that are genuinely cool. He just didn't put anything into this album. You know. I mean, what what what's a fan supposed to make of that? He just doesn't fucking care. When did so I would hazard? I would say that this album and Hurley are just like plug and chug. Well, here, here's which the is thing. even We're a little gonna... bit, a little, and this is like a. It makes if, it's like a. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we got a lot of half spots here. We can't get our shit together on this one. No, I was gonna say it's it's plug and chug. Like he's just like writing whatever stupid shit and then just like putting music behind it, which like it like green was a little plug and chug. 
Yeah, I, I in, in but a lot like of, green is way ways, better than this. In a lot of ways, to me, this is the latter day version of green. Yeah, um, that it. That's what I, I was struggling to find the words to say. Like I, because I still like green in a lot of ways. Yeah, me too. Like way better than this one. But I mean, like consider green came out in two thousand. And that was still two, there. One, two, two, two thousand two. Sure. Um. And I could look it up, but it, I don't care. It sounded a lot like other shit that was happening at that time. Yeah. And this record sounds an awful lot like shit that was going on in 2008 or oh, 9. Fuck 2009. Whenever the, <laughs> fuck 2009, man. It's the worst. Where were you at in 2009? I don't even care. I, it's still <laughs> Chicago. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't. Um, I was in I, college in 2009. I bought a copy of this record. You did? Well, yeah, I know because it's on my phone, which means I bought it on oh. iTunes. Um. I borrowed my friend Chris's album and downloaded it. Uh, this was what, uh, this was the last record that I bought before. Basically, I just didn't buy Hurley. Yeah. Um, but because I didn't buy because I just like this, this or Hurley. because I just like this one so much. Man, this is bad. All right, can we stop talking about I'm Your Daddy now? Yeah, I think so. Um, so what's the song right after that? What's it called? The Girl Got Hot. Okay, so the girl got hot. I've got huge problems. <laughs> 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 this is just going to be a list of our problems. Yeah. But let's, let, let's get these out of the way. Okay. And again, I think it's probably half the record that I hate. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I so, keep looking at... Sorry, I have the, I please. have the album in front yeah. of me right mm-hmm. now because I'm, I'm playing the, the clips that we're hearing. Yeah. And every time I look at another song... I'm like, this one. There are like a couple that I don't feel that way about, but like I was just looking ahead and I'm like, we have to talk about all of these. (laughs) So, but let's talk about The Girl Got Hot and why you hate it. The Girl Got Hot. So, the song is about running into a girl that he knew from earlier in his life. Junior high, he said. Junior high. Her name was like Lila. Okay. Kyla. I don't know. Something stupid. Is it referenced in the song? Yeah, it says that. Okay. All right. Um, something like the first something or other. I don't know. So he goes on to be uh, to be like, oh, my goodness me. The girl got hot. And like, this is when he. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this I knew this girl back in junior high day. school and nobody gave her a look. Uh, but look at what we got. The girl got hot, switched up and rewrote the book. So. This is a girl who was not attractive in high school or junior, junior high school, high. presumably. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he finds value in her because, because she's, she's attractive. Hot. And she's not like the way he describes her too. She's not like like beautiful attractive. She's kind of trashy attractive. You mean because she's got a leopard handbag? Yeah. 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 Um, I, I mean, the girl got hot. I think it's probably just the girl got. Oh, Kiki D. That's right. That was her name. Well, Kiki D is isn't Kiki D a singer? Oh, maybe I don't know. I Kiki thought that D, was her name. Didn't she do "Someone Save My Life Tonight" or some duet with Elton John? Oh, then I'm just dumb. I it's thought a, that it's was okay. Her name. Hey, we can't all know everyone. Unless he actually is talking about Kiki D. <laughs> hey, because listen, here's here are the lyrics. The mosh pit started, and then the crowd parted, and there was Kiki D. Knew this girl back in junior high school. Nobody gave her a look. Yeah, but Kiki D, I think, is 
older. Okay. I mean, who who knows? Who knows? Who Satin cares? Satin tights, boots so white, leather handbag out of sight. It's, That's all I have to say. It's so hard to get a handle on this. Jen, are you familiar with the Mountain Goats at all? No. Um, they have a song that has never made it on one of their records um, called You Were Cool. Um, mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's all about um, a a girl that he knew in high school. Maybe 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 a guy actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mean to make assumptions. Um, who you know people like gave shit to and uh, like bullied because the person was different. Um, and just being like, hey, you know, when we were kids, we dreamed about like better days and about not being ostracized. And you know, when we did that, we were right because. You know, you grew up and I hope, you know, you can love your life now like I love my life. Um, and it's it's such a it's an amazing like affirmative message. I would encourage you to check okay. out the Mountain Goats. Um, you were cool. Great. So um, it doesn't have a message like Dash of Rouge, buyer beware. No, it's the it's the exact opposite of this song where it's like because this this song like is like fuming you, right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this song is like you sucked in junior high school because you were different. And and he's also saying that the thing he found with these other girls in town, uh, she got hot and they did not. So they're still valueless because they did not get hot. Luckily, this girl did. Is there like I'm wondering if there's maybe like a level of irony here that we're not willing to acknowledge. I would say sure, except for the content of the whole rest of this goddamn record. Yeah. There's there's nothing. It doesn't feel There's no inkling of sensitivity no. or awareness on this thing. It's too sincere to be not sincere. Sure. It's too sincere Guys. to be ironic. I'm like listen, almost listen, done with drinking. my wine. We are drinking. <laughs> okay. This is, I think, the only way to get through this record. Yeah. Because the more we talk about it, the angrier I get. Yeah. Um, so, so the we, more I need to drink. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. Me too. Um, so we we had uh, one one more song that we uh, didn't talk about that I think makes us actively angry. This one, love not, is the answer. Yeah, this yeah. one is uh, for me like a totally sonic reason for hating it. Yeah, it right? just I just don't like the way it sounds. I so I've been listening to this record kind of a lot uh, in preparation for recording this episode. Uh-huh. This is the only song that I skip basically every time I get to it. Cuz it's just unpleasant to listen to. It's unpleasant and again like it has a better message than most of the other songs. Sure, but even even in that, okay, let's let's first of all, love is the answer is the most trite inane pointless thing a human being can say about anything, right? Uh-huh. Um it means nothing. Yeah, it it means nothing. You you've got to trust in the word. What the fuck are you talking about? God, it's so. And it, the aesthetic is crazy. Yeah, because it's got this like, like Indian, Hindi woman singing. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I I find nothing. It's not appealing. It doesn't sound good. The lyrics are innate. Like it's just. Here's the thing. If Who if cares? there were if there were any like specific to Rivers realizations about love mm-hmm. in this, it, it it could be something instead of nothing. And right now it's it's nothing. Right now I read it as nothing. It's nothing. 
Great. So that's all we have to say about that one, right? Okay. All right. So we've talked about songs that we hate. Basically, tracks two, three, four, and seven yeah. are just straight up hate. Oh, I have another one that I hate. Please. I'm sorry. No, please. I hate In the Mall. Oh, yeah. Me too. It's a I bad hate song. It. It's a it's bad song. And it also like makes me upset that the other song that Weezer has that's in the is in the garage and that's a yeah. great song. It's an unfavorable I would comparison. much rather be in the garage than in the goddamn mall even though those were both places that like teenage kids hang out and I would actually probably in real life prefer to be in the mall than in the garage. Well here, here's the thing. Fucking A that's this song in the mall is so bad and in the garage is so good. So even if like in the mall is being written from a teenage perspective, mm-hmm. right? It's clearly a borrowed perspective. Yeah. Cause he in- didn't hang out in the mall. He wasn't cool. He was a troublemaker. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, it's borrowed by time in this, right? Mm-hmm. 2008. Is that where we are right now? 2009. 2009. Nobody's hanging out in the mall in 2009. No, definitely not. Pat that was Wilson. like a nineties thing. It, this is a, this is a, a Pat Wilson song. BT yeah. Dubs. Um, whatever pat <laughs> yeah well, usually i'm super on your side pat <laughs> i can't get behind this one it's really hard to be on his side oh man um, but yeah I, I i would have also put this in as my so two three four seven nine, and nine. that's half the record. and those are the ones that we like hate right Th- those i'm are... not even t- like there are yeah right oh and that's just the uh like standard edition songs Right, the the songs that appear on the um, we like haven't main, gotten to the, the bonus ten. tracks yet. Let's let's finish talking about just the yeah, record itself before, before we get I, into. Yeah, I agree. I was just shit. saying that like I have other things that I hate on the bonus tracks. <laughs> let's. Uh, can we? Let, oh wait, can we talk about if you're wondering if I want you to? I want you to. Yeah, in fact, I, I, w- I was going to say let's let's shift to something more positive. I like this song, and I have to. So I have do a, I. I have a little story about this song. Please. Um, so I heard this song on the radio in 2009 because it was the single off this record um and i liked it on the radio but i never like when i heard it for some reason and i i don't know how this happened i never heard the artist i never heard that it was weezer oh really yeah so i actually didn't realize it was weezer for a long 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 time until i saw them in concert (laughs) and they started playing this and i was like Oh, I know this song. I like this song. Cool. This is when they opened with Troublemaker and you yeah. were like, I'm not going to know any of these songs. Uh-huh. They played this one, I think, like halfway through their set or something. Um, but I was like, oh, OK, I'm good with this. And I still I enjoy this song. Um, I have a good time with it. Yeah, I think so. The The thing about if you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to, which, first of all, great fucking title. Yeah. Great. title. It's a it's a super uh, like Rivers title. Like it just feels like he wrote that. It's, and not it's in just like so a, wonderfully circular, you know, like it yeah. loops back on itself. If you're wondering if I want, want you, you to, to, I, I want, want you to, to, which feels like a very human thing. It does. Yes. Yes. 100%. Whoa. No. Well, Patrick's never agreed face. with me that hard That's before true. in my life. That is absolutely true. <laughs> but like uh, throughout the song, there are specifics that you're like, Yes, that is Rivers. I was a summer camp counselor, and the whole first verse is just like, yes, Rivers, <laughs> yes. Yes, Rivers, John yes. the lifeguard let them use the pool for free. Yes, and it, her Slayer t-shirt fit the scene just yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good shit. It's good lyrics. And it's a progression. Like, I don't know. Yes. It's just like, it's the outlier on this record. <laughs> 100%. And it's the single, and it's the first track. Yep. Um, like it, it seems like it doesn't belong to it. It, 
it what lives it in its own feels world. Like to me, is that Weezer recorded one Weezer song. Mm-hmm. They had one song, that and they, they were, were like, like, "Fuck, we need to put an album we around. We need to this. put a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of songs around this." And let's River's call up everyone like we three know. Three days masturbating and two days, like, well, no, two hours writing the rest of the stuff. I mean, I think he probably spent two hours <laughs> on the phone with. Dr. Luke, Ugh, the dudes raping from Kesha. Raping Kesha, the dudes from the Amer- American Rejects who co-wrote a song. By the here. way, I just have something to say. Speaking of like raping Kesha. Rape, speaking of, of Kesha's rapist, Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke, comma how Kesha rapist. Sorry, Dr. Luke, comma Kesha rapist. How garbage do you think every other person who has ever worked with this asshole feels right now? Like, how do you think River feels about having collaborated with him on anything? Because um, I would feel dirty. Yeah, I mean, I think the probably sad reality of achieving success at Weezer's level mm-hmm. is that there's no way to have done that without working with someone who took advantage of their power in a gross way at some point. I hate that this is the world we live in. <laughs> it's the worst, right? The world we live in is worse than Game of Thrones. Mm, Game of Thrones, they cut off people's heads. But I guess we have cops shoot innocent people while they're running away. This is true. <sighs> Plus, you know, you and I are going to be answering to President Trump in like a year. Shut up, I can't. I'm so afraid of that. <laughs> I mentioned uh, President Trump today at work, um, and it was not met. <laughs> with, that says good with things humor. about your workplace. I. It's not funny it anymore. Seems, no, it's not funny anymore. But it seems impossible, right? But people are going to have the benefit of being able to listen to this after uh, the election has happened. But like to me, it just seems impossible. It's right felt like that for a long time. It's starting to feel less impossible, which is scary. See, I don't know. I, I think he's still he's still an entertaining thing. I'm sure he still drives a lot of traffic and a lot of ratings. So it's it's not he's surprising. One, he's to me. one too much for me to feel comfortable with it. Well, no, I'm definitely uncomfortable. But I... then again, I'm. I'm very uncomfortable with this Weezer record we've been talking That's about. That's fair. For half this an hour. is just an uncomfortable episode. Yeah, it's a man. good thing we're like getting drunk right now. It is, and also probably why we're talking about uncomfortable stuff. <laughs> yeah. This, anyway, should we get back to uh, yeah this po- album? Positive things because I I do like. If you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. Yes. Can you uh, play us some of that bridge, some of that sweet sweet bridge? Yeah. What? Uh, I mean, it's going to be about two thirds of the way through the song. Okay, so, yeah. Let it ride there, because it'll probably be after this chorus. This this bridge is my favorite part of the song. Okay, they do another chorus here. It's okay, it's a good song. Which is good, too. I like like the growth of the chorus. Yeah. Because there's, like, a half chorus first, and the second one is, like, double, and the third one has, like, backing vocals on top of it. But this, this right here is is the... Some really tight, like Beach Boys esque. Hell yeah. 
Those are good harmonies. Those are like like uh, Matt Sharp era level harmonies right yeah. there. Yeah, like really, really just solid. tight, just real good. Yeah, and then like there's a little sampling of verse material until back into the chorus here. Yeah, and the chorus. So like this iteration of it, the first half is kind of normal. Mm-hmm. The second um, is like yeah. Hold on. It's so good. It's just it's that little shit and like yeah, I guess you could call that formulaic too because like it's but it's but it works. It works. I like this song more than I like the rest of this record put together. Yeah, me too. Um, which is not to say, like, there are a few songs yeah, that hey, I don't hate. And let's, let's talk keep, about those let's now. Let's keep plugging here. Okay. So we've, um, we've, we've got, covered everything right. up to put me back together. It is unfortunate that this record starts with a good song and then three. Fucking crushes you for three <laughs> yeah. songs. Gives you the absolute shit. For like Ugh. 10 straight minutes oh of torture. Yeah, you, more than 10 minutes. Here, here's a question. Um, a were we living in like a just different enough world in 2009 that like the sexism of these three songs went unnoticed? Like, I, I feel like if this record came out now, there would be like think pieces about Weezer being a horrible sexist band. Like, am, am I wrong? I, I Here's the thing. I feel like enough people discounted this record as being awful yeah. straight from the get-go that yeah. no one gave it the time of day to be mad at it for being sexist. I think we're in a slightly different world now, though. Yeah, like, I, sure. I think, I think now it would be I mean, examined. Dr. Luke wasn't a Kesha rapist sure. in the in public. Dr. Luke, Kesha rapist, was wasn't not yet a Dr. Kesha Luke rapist. Kesha rapist Although, when public. did that happen? When? I mean, I'm sure he had already raped her by then, probably. God... But the public, the public Game didn't know about it. Worse than Game of Thrones. It's just so bad. It's real bad. Okay. Let's get back to Put Me let's, Back Together. Let's, let's, okay. So how do you feel about Put Me Back Together? It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. So this is a song that is... Uh, it's kind of boring. It's co- Yeah, it, it is kind of boring. Um, it's. Uh, w- what do you make of this... I have not done any research on the song, um, but I it is co-written it by uh, the All American Rejects guys, um, which is a band I don't think particularly highly of, but they do competent pop punk. Um, yeah, and the the recording. I was really into All American Rejects in like oh, in like you? like early middle school. They, oh, no, that's not true. Early high school, late middle school. That was when they were like big. They seem very like alkaline trio saves the day yeah. newfound glory sure. to me yeah it was it, they were all the same like era yeah they're all they're all the same fucking they're all band. emo <laughs> <laughs> i have i mentioned this before maybe i have i saw at a concert um newfound glory saves the day alkaline trio and face to face did you cut yourself for attention afterwards <laughs> No, I was going to see Face to Face. Okay. And Face to Face is more of a punk band. Your lips are so purple right now. Guys, <laughs> let's drink wine together. Let's all of us drink wine together. We're drinking a red here. <laughs> we are drinking. We got this. We Look, we went to BevMo. 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 What the fuck does that? What is that? It's from uh, the radio. Oh, we have it radio is. ads, yeah. Um. No, I guess I, my question Boston was. Boston Wine Sale. Wh- 
That's also a radio ad for Bethmo. Where's Where's that name come from? Your dog <laughs> is barking. I don't know if the mics are picking up Kirby, Kirby but she okay? is. She's upset. Look, she, she growls when people walk in the hallway. Oh. Um, Bevmo comes from Beverages and More. Is the full oh. name of the store? And actually, on so my credit card receipt, it showed up as Beverages and More. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I was like, "Oh wait." So they're incorporated as Beverages and More. <laughs> yeah, but they go by Bevmo. That's fair. Yes, beverages they, and More is a hefty name. That's true, but Bevmo, Bevmo. sounds insane. Not if you play it on the radio. Anyway, so we got two bottles of wine for $12. Uh, really, one of them was $12 and the other one was five cents. A nickel. A goddamn nickel. A goddamn but I nickel. did have to sign up for a rewards card. Yeah, but you filled out that card so fast. Yeah, I, my email is illegible and to the point where I have not gotten an email from them saying that I signed up. You know, I told you you could have just made up an email. I know. Like, well, it could have been titties like, eight was we were talking about. Eight? Yeah, no, it was eight titties. No, I think it was titties. Eight. No, I think it was eight titties. Look, we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know which it was. Um, How, is, is, is there anything worth talking about and put me back together? No, I don't think so. It's like fine. Yeah, it's it's got like some energy behind it and like almost breaks the spell of the re- wonder, uh, songs before it. I, this Do you want to play was, some of it? This morning I was listening to this album and there was one guitar solo that caught me by surprise because it was good. It might have been in this one, but I can't actually remember. I don't think so. So maybe th- this one may actually have the uh, M83 sound that I was talking about. Oh. Um, Do you want to try to find can you, it? Yeah, I think it's after the second chorus. Okay. One, two. The, the choruses are energetic, though. Yeah. The verses, I, I will grant you, are boring. And this is more like lyrics that don't mean shit and don't yep. don't seem personal. Yep. But at least they're not offensive. Am I ahead of it or behind it? Uh, it's impossible for me. Let's let's try to write it after one of I was just saying this is a. Uh, energetic chorus but it's not that energetic is it nope yeah i didn't know what you were talking about but i wasn't gonna call you out i mean like it's shouty yeah if that counts sure patrick stood up to get more wine and my dog got very excited all right so I, i'm i'm wrong i, I think the, the M83 sound is in whatever song we were talking about before um I and that we were talking about that before. bridge is boring put me back together is just whatever um, um so let's get off of that and move on to a song that i actually really don't mind tripping down the freeway yeah I'm good. i rather like tripping down the freeway. i like it i would say that of the uh of the traditional like the first 10 songs which is the um the album plain and simple album uh tripping down the freeway is probably my favorite uh, even greater than if you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. Oh, no. Sorry. I didn't mean to include that one in that. I like okay. that one best. But Trippin' on the Freeway is a second. Uh, I will agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it's fun. Me too. And I think Trippin' down the Freeway um, gets more weasery as it goes. Oh, completely. I it, it wholeheartedly kinda, agree. It starts kind of poppy. So um, 
you know the the uh, choruses end with that. We're together now. We're dripping down the freeway. I like that all the music cuts out right as he's saying "dripping down the freeway." Me too. So the the first time that he does it, there's uh like a, a second vocal part with it that's really high, possibly auto tuned, maybe even like vocal vocoder. I don't even know that I've ever noticed that. Do you let's see, let's see if it? we can find it. Yeah. I mean, even from this, it's got some, like, good attitude on it, right? Yo, totally. Also, No Way We Ain't Gonna Break Up is a good Rivers-ism, right? Oh, yeah. I like the lyrics in this one. It's just, it's fun. They're non-specific. They're non-specific, but they're fine. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah, it's, barely. It's, it's like an octave up. And uh-huh. so all, all it does is like flesh out the sound in a very like standard pop music kind of way. Yeah. Um, but it it does it. And there, there's also uh, just like the tiniest inkling of uh, guitar solo there. Yeah. Um, but it, it further on in the song, it just everything completely a, cuts out except for Rivers. Well, no, I mean, after it, though, go, go, go back to it again. Let, let's let's hear you know, you're back like five seconds or something. Just so we can hear that tripping down the freeway thing. You hear that like guitar and vocal fill? Yeah. Yeah. Um, sounds very so Disney. It's on, yeah, it does sound kind of Disney. Um, but the... Next time they get to a chorus, Kirby, God damn it. <laughs> the dog is barking. That's fine. He's upset about it. She's upset. Sorry. You name a dog Kirby. I'm going to think that he's Kirby from the Kirby games. I don't even know what that is. It's a Nintendo game. Kirby's Dreamland. Oh, you might have told me about this before. How do you not know who Kirby is? I don't always listen to you. That's fine. He's a pink... Ball. Oh, I do know that. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. See, it, wasn't, e- it wasn't even about listening but to But my me. dog is small and tan. Okay, but Kirby is also small. My Kirby's cuter. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So, what was I getting at here? I was talking about... <laughs> tripping down the freeway. Tripping down the freeway. There's uh, a... Um, so that that's all that we just listened to is very minimal and very again it feels like standard poppy to me but later mm-hmm. when they do like a full-fledged solo maybe this is i'm i'm gonna spend this whole time trying to remember which one is and it might be it might be let it all hang out anyways um what were you gonna say <laughs> <laughs> this is me Let's, interrupting you for no for good no reason. reason yeah be like hold on a minute I was thinking of something different, but I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> Let's skip ahead uh, to the end of the next chorus, if we can. Um, I'll try my see, best. See how we come out of that. Pretty good. That was pretty, pretty good. good. Thank you. But it's necessary. It's also joyful, right? Oh, it's just lovely. <laughs> Oh, they do still have that octave up in that one. 
the guitar solo is much more kicking here, right? This is the solo I was thinking about. Yeah. This might be the best solo on this album. I think that's right. Also, the bridge that comes after this is good. It's it's just a verse like stripped down, but it yeah. It builds but up the like, composition of the song is just like fun as hell. Yeah. To nothing. That bass sound is so good too. Just a little bit of distortion on it. Listen, listen for the tripping down the freeway at the end of this gen. Naked. Just him. It's all by itself. All rivers, all the time. Um, I just, th- yeah, I. This is the one song on the regular album of this that I'm just like happy to listen to. Yeah, like it just works. And besides, like, if you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. And you know, here at the end where he's just repeating, tripping down the freeway. Yeah. Like it's a fucking Everclear song. Sure. Um, just What's wrong with Everclear, Patrick? I mean, a lot of things, <laughs> but. Um, one of the things that Everclear does, like all of their songs end with just kind of chaotically singing the title of the song. Yeah. I'm when we first ha- had our very first conversation about everything will be all right in the end. Yeah. And you talk about how at the end of foolish father, your favorite thing is how they just like continuously repeat the title of the album over oh and over God. and over again. It makes me so happy. That's what I just thought about. I was like, you love this. I do. You just do. love it when they repeat the title of whatever's happening well, <laughs> at I, the end of the song over I, and over I like again. It when a lyrical idea uh, feels earned um, and then just repeated. Like, yeah. And he totally earns it in Tripping Down the Freeway. You know, um, you know that Rage Against the Machine song, the uh, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. That may even be the name of the song. Like it ends with them like just dun, 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 and then they do what they tell you. Oh, maybe I do know that one. It's so good. Like <laughs> it's it's one of those I'm not like a rage fan, but like You're not a rager? I'm not a rager. <laughs> I am not Doctor Luke Luke Kesha No, this, That's not a good joke, Patrick. Kesha <laughs> Rages? That's not good? No, that's not good. I don't approve of that one. Alright. I'm not a big rage fan. But that song gets me. It works on me. Yeah. Um, and so does Tripping Down the Freeway. Yeah. I like this one. And then we've already talked about Love is the Answer, which is just all bad things. Which is a garbage pile. Let it all hang out is fine. Yeah, it's, I, I, do you have anything to say about it? Um, For some reason, it tickles me when, Reezer, Weezer, when Rivers um, just constantly is referring to his friends as his homies do you think he does that in real life absolutely yeah i think homies i i think there are words that he just uses homies is like one of his faves homies is one of them um shack is another one true that's true that's a good is it, observation is it in this song i don't think it said, is yeah it is me is and it? jd chilling in the shack oh sure yeah sharing but this one this one was like i'm not mad at it let it all hang out I'm not either, but it continues the same sort of like vapid, let's just party. Yeah, it's it's got the same message as can't stop partying. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah, we don't need to. We don't I don't need, need to play, play any of it. We already <laughs> talked about how angry in the mall makes us. 
Right. Uh, I don't want to let you go. How about I don't want to let you go? It's boring. It is boring, right? Yeah. Jen. I don't have anything just, to say about I it. I mean, is it possible that this is where we come down on the record is that there are two songs we like on it. Yeah. Five songs we hate and three we're bored by. <laughs> that is where we just did it out. That, that is where we so that there are 10 songs. If we were to give this record <laughs> like if we were to grade it, right? I mean, it couldn't be better than a 40, right? 45, I think, right? No, 35. If if we were to say that uh if you're wondering if I want you to and um trip another freeway, freeway get 10 count, points count full each. Points, full points. Which is being a little That's generous. generous. <laughs> it's definitely generous. <laughs> because we like those songs but this isn't Pinkerton. No, definitely um, not. And none of these songs are in the garage. None of these songs are only in dreams. No, it's none not of these blue. songs it's are not, El Scorcho. It's, this isn't even green. Let's be no, real. It's not even red. Like <laughs> none of these songs are even fucking troublemaker yeah. or no, I like uh, troublemaker. dangerous yeah. or dreaming. No, oh dreaming. Okay, so let's. I'm getting nostalgic about red right now. Let's just isn't talk that about amazing? <laughs> isn't that amazing? Okay, Ratitude so is making me nostalgic about my second least favorite record. If we're talked about so far yes <laughs> a lot of qualifiers <laughs> on that one <laughs> okay so if if we count if you're wondering if i want you to i want you to and tripping down the freeway as full points as full points that's 20 and we're talking about uh put me back together as what as five, five points that's still let it all hang out as five points and i don't want to let you go as five points we're putting which songs generous that, on all of them that bore us that as bore us half credit half right credit. there Sure, fine. So 35%. that puts us at thirty-five percent. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> a weary sigh. That is that is that is the critic's response to this record. Um, I will say that my version of the record has an eleventh track on it. Oh yeah, Jen, you you said you got it from your friend. I, bu- Chris? I borrowed it from my friend Chris, who had the the Lux edition. He album. had, I think, the international version of it. He must have because. The way that Wizardpedia says it, the international version version has eleven tracks, um, and four bonus tracks, um, and I have eleven tracks and four bonus tracks. So I have the eleventh track is called "Turn Me Round," and it's fine. I, yeah, so I, I heard "Turn Me Around" for the first time tonight. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I Patrick didn't even know about it. I didn't even know about it, and so I was I, like, "Oh, I thought this was just part of the album." It's, so look, we were we had miscommunications in plenty of ways. <laughs> okay, look, if you listen, Rivers, just yeah, fucking just put release out a goddamn record, <laughs> and then release like, an album, <laughs> release an EP to support it that has everything else on it. Right? I don't think he can do that. He needs to make it more complicated for his own psyche. Okay, so let's talk about this. Okay, there are the ten original tracks, uh-huh. and then there are international tracks, right? Yeah, and there's one that was released only in Japan, right? And that's called "I Won't," which we're not going to fucking talk about because we're in America. Okay, I mean, <laughs> that's not why we're not going to talk. No, about it's it. just we're neither of us it. has listened to it because we didn't know it existed until like tonight and neither of us had access to it and also it didn't feel appropriate for this podcast the song is called i woke up in love this morning if it's a great song you know we'll talk about it leave, later leave it in the comments or will we have uh, a comment about it with uh hashtag cookie shark hashtag cookie shark and we'll find it we will find your comments we about sure hashtag will. cookie shark my god uh so jen do you have anything else to say besides uh turn me around is fine turn me around is fine 
I, th- I think it falls into that. It falls into um, that like fine but together. boring yes. category. <laughs> yes. Um, can we start talking about bonus tracks? Uh, yeah, I think I think we must. Yes, I think we've hit that point. So, the, actually, this is a, a point of clarification I wanted to make. So there are four bonus tracks that mm-hmm. are with the deluxe edition, and yes. then there are two separate bonus tracks that came with the iTunes edition, which yes. I purchased. Back I don't in the day. have those. And Jen does not have those. So, uh, Jen, your copy had the four bonus tracks, Get Me Some, which is co-written by Dr. Luke, Kesha, Kesha Rabist, and uh, Run Over by a Truck, Prettiest Girl in the Whole Wide World, and The Underdogs. Yeah. Uh, what's a broad impression of these bonus tracks? I've got to be perfectly honest here. You do, in fact, have to be perfectly honest. Three of these four bonus tracks go somewhere in between those five pointers and the ten pointers for me. Okay, so they're better than the five pointers. Yeah. Okay. I like them better than the five pointers. I have one that I like better than the other two. Okay, you're being cagey now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I like one of these bonus tracks. Which which one? Which one? Run over by a truck. Uh, I like. Because I'm a little bored by Run Over by Truck. I like Run Over by Truck. I think the textures are interesting. Can you start it? Because yes. it's got like some piano in it, right? Um, maybe. Yes. Yeah, it starts <laughs> with it. I used to sing songs at the break it's of the like day. racist right from the get go. Just because of zippity do da zippity a. No, it. Oh, it's going to hit it in a second. There we go. Um, anyways, so it starts I out. I, I don't it, know. It immediately, it immediately, fine, Hold whatever. On. It immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Look. I used to like a learner how to speak a Chinese. I don't. That's what he says in that. I, I am not editorializing thing, that. That's what he says. I used to sing a song at the break of the day. That's how the song goes. He's not. He's not doing. It a, feels culturally insensitive. Also, I'm pretty sure "Zippity Doo is copyrighted by Disney. So, in the first like 30 seconds of the song, not even. I don't know if you can uh, copyright a phrase, a nonsense phrase. Sure, you can. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Now that's a song title, although probably. So is Zippity Doo Your point is invalid. Is Zippity Doo Dah that is that from Song Song of the South? Yeah, What's I that from? So. I don't remember, but it's on the Splash Mountain ride. Here's here's the <laughs> thing. Disneyland. We. That's where I'm pulling this we from. Lo- <laughs> from the Splash Mountain and, ride at Disneyland. And I will concede that Splash Mountain is a great ride. I actually hate Splash Mountain and I never go on it unless I'm like with it. Do you not like to get wet? I don't like to get wet at Disneyland when I have to continue to walk around in my clothes for the rest of the day. Um, and you can't go at night because then you'll be freezing and wet and you'll never dry. Yeah, and you're a Disneylander, right? Like, I mean, yes. That That's your Disney. Yeah, I've only been to Disney World once. I've been to Disneyland more times than I can count. I've been to Disney World more times than I can count. I've never been to Disneyland. Patrick, I know. I really like. We live parks. an hour away from Disneyland. I am well aware. I have an annual. Pa- well, I had one that expired this week. That's I'll n- renew it. Let's go. No good to us now. Let's okay, go. Let's go to Disney. Let's Patrick, go to Disney. Patrick, please. I, 
Oh yeah. my god. I love theme parks. Also, <gasps> if you want to go to Magic Mountain, like Magic Mountain's fine. I've been. It's like I love Six Flags. Okay, but like if you're comparing Disneyland to Magic Mountain, it's not a comparison. They're different experiences. Disneyland is amazing. Let's go, please. Okay. Sarah can come too. We can invite right. Ryan. Ryan loves Disney. Sure. Sure. Great. Let's make plans. Anyways, so we were talking about run over by a truck. Oh, no. My, my point was just that we threw around a lot of language about this album being sexist, which I think is definitely true. And I don't want to lessen our accusations about that. Accusations. Christ, this wine is getting to me. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and I love it. I don't want to just lump racism in with that, too. Okay, okay. Um, It just feels... Like, I mean, even on the, I'm looking at the lyrics right now. Yeah. And in the lyrics, it says, I used to like a learn how to speak a Chinese. You added that. It says, I used to like to learn how to speak nope, Chinese. Nope, that's not the lyrics I'm looking at. What are you, are you on Weezerpedia? No. Look, Jen, <laughs> if there is one authority that you could, you and I, hey, you and I can both agree on, it's Weezer Goddampedia. Where, where are you looking at lyrics? Young lady, where have you been looking at <laughs> lyrics on the internet? Metro lyrics. Metro lyrics? I don't know. It was the first thing that popped up in a Metro Google search. Lyrics? I'm sorry. All right. I'm not mad. I'm just, I'm just disappointed. So I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Kirby, don't lick him for that. Look, the, the dog got upset because I got upset. He, she's very protective. She'll bite you if you try to hurt me. I feel like I could take your dog in a one-on-one fight. I wouldn't want to, but I could. She's very small, guys. She's a puggle. I am clearly the villain in this scenario. She's so cute. Okay, so you sort of like this song. I do. Li- yeah, I sort of like this song. I like this song. Um, I like it. Uh, I think it's it's not super musically interesting, but the lyrics... I feel like I've been run over by a truck. I don't care much about anything. I'm happy to sing. I'm lacking the passion to do. And en- like, who the fuck hasn't been there? Like, I'm just like done. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I've been run over by a truck. I'm finished. Like, I'm not going to do anything else anymore. And it's just like, sure. I've been there. I get that. Uh, I get it. I'm into it. I'm also done. <laughs> I'm finished. Uh, let's um, yeah. So this one, yeah, I like this, this one. This one, this one's fine. I'm good with it. Um, can we hear a little bit of uh, what's the next one called? Prettiest girl in the whole wide world. Sure. It starts off with a stupid like narration. Yeah. The pr- world dumb. God, I'm burping. And I apologize. <laughs> I like the this beginning though. Yeah, the the whole song is a little bit slow for me. Yeah, I wish it was a little faster, but besides that, I like it. It uh, it also has kind of painfully generic lyrics. Oh, totally. Um, this is like the opposite of "Run Over by a Truck," where I like the music about it better than the lyrics. Weezerpedia is that's right. This is me introducing a fact from Weezerpedia. What? Unfucking precedented. Wow. Um, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Welcome. We're so the same. <laughs> Weezerpedia, we? in this specific instance, yes. <laughs> For this moment, we are the same. Weezerpedia says that uh, this song was originally recorded for Green 
um, or at least considered. I'd buy that. For green. I believe it. Yeah, it sounds like a green song to you. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not as fast as most of the green songs. It's not quite steady enough, you know. Yeah. Green has like a very like eighth notes are always what I think of when I think of Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the texture is a little off. Yeah. All right, kill it. That's... Um, yeah. So, uh, did we talk about the first of these songs? We didn't. We didn't talk about "Get Me Some," oh, which is a Doctor Luke Kesha rapist song, mm-hmm. which like it <sighs> makes me a little upset because like I kind of like this song. Oh, controversy. Okay, let's. But let's, I hate, like, I don't want to support Dr. Luke Kesher Rapist. Well, here's the thing. It we, just, like, we can divorce art from the artists, can we? right? I hope yeah. so. Can't, I, is, that, is that acceptable? Because I, I do mean, I, like this song. I think so. I think so. This one just, like, play it just, little, it just it, rocks harder than a lot of the rest of this album. Yeah, let, let's start it up. now everything sucks i can't express the things i want i got to play in this game and you know how dumb the house rules are someday i'm gonna break out of here and i will find what is true in my soul i'll work my skin to the bone because i'm not I want it to go somewhere more satisfying than that. Oh, I like it. I, I, I don't think it's enough. You think it should be harder? I think it should be better. <laughs> I think the chorus should be better. Can yeah. We go, can we go back um, for a second? Um, to what? The, so the... Uh, gonna, oh, gonna, gonna. Yeah, the, yeah. The riff sounds an awful lot like um, Destination Unknown. Which I think is a. That was what you wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play some of that. This game, and you know how dumb the house rules are. Someday I'm gonna break out of here, and I will find what is true in my soul. Who recorded this goddamn song, Jen? Can you look it up? Uh, life is so or destination unknown. Uh, and it's like life is so strange. Life is so strange. When you don't know Missing persons Yeah can we play a little bit of that um, let me If there's an ad here I'll cut it I know this song because the Smashing Pumpkins uh, Recorded it on uh, Their B-sides For Bullet with Butterfly Wings Use Windex to make windows spotless and clear. <laughs> Go see my big fat freak wedding too and learn how to use Windex the right way. <laughs> they made it. It's coming windows. out. No. Who's that movie was so good on its own though. Yeah, but she okay. made a TV show and that was bad. We are now into Missing Persons Destination Unknown. I mean, just you wait till you hear this rip. Where you going to? You can't be sure of any situation. 
This is a weird video I'm watching. It's not mispronounced in this recording. I'm, I'm probably hearing the Smashing Pumpkins. Would you like me to look up the Smashing Pumpkins cover? Please. If you don't mind. If you want to move on, we can move on. That's okay. It's easy. I just, look, if I easy. were to do another one of these after we were done with Weezer, I it would, would be Smashing, Smashing Pumpkins. Pumpkins. For sure. What's that? This is it. Smashing Pumpkins, Destination Unknown. Uh, Not from... <laughs> It's not the recording. That's what it says. <laughs> it's not what it is. Well, <laughs> let's cut this all out. Okay, we'll cut it. We'll cut this all out. And hey, great. I'm done talking about this song. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so that leaves us with just the one regular bonus track left. Is that right? The underdogs. Uh, yeah. I don't actually remember what the song is. Here, I'll play a part of it. I'll play some of it. Just for. Like clarity's sake, this is the one that I would throw on the side of the road because it's so This sounds a little bit like the disposable tracks on the the disposable bonus tracks on red. Sounds like Leon Womack. <laughs> yes. yes. Seems to get shot down. Alright. No it's like I, I don't know if I've ever heard a song that boring in my life. Yeah, let's just flush it down the dirt toilet. Great. There's the, um, the chorus is sort of interesting, right? The I guess. Yeah, but it, it rests on like, uh, you are my destiny, right? Yeah. It's a boring lyrical it's, idea. It's boring lyrically. It's boring musically. I'm over it. Like this is the one that I'm like. I can listen to the other three regular bonus tracks on this, but Underdog is like, nope. Also because, and I know that this is the Underdogs, but uh, a song that I really like is, uh, is it? Sorry. Yeah, it's, it sounds to me like you don't really like this song that much. <laughs> no, a song that I really like is The Underdog by Spoon. Um. Jen, what I what I'm finding is this album is making us think of other artists that we wish that we, we were like listening better. to. So, uh, Underdog by Spoon, The Underdog, yeah, The Underdog by Spoon. I'm sure you've um, heard it. Yeah, I think I have. Um, and uh, Destination Unknown, Smashing Destination Pumpkins. Unknown, uh, the recording the Smashing Pumpkins did, and You Were Cool by the Mountain Goats. Okay, so like, yeah. let's go check out those three songs, and those are all going to be better Sonic experiences. It's true. Than everything but those two songs <laughs> that we like oh on this God. record. I just like can't fathom making a record this bad. Well, I mean, we're like, gonna have to why? talk about oh, basically the same level of atrocity next, next time. <laughs> okay, so there there are two more tracks that we should talk about, and then and these are ones that I straight up just heard today. Right. Because so they were not on my Ratitude well, International yes, Deluxe Edition. Yes and no. Um, so, uh, oh wh- well, when, yeah. Okay. When when we get through this, let's say fuck it and never talk about Ratitude again. Thank God. Okay. But we should spread the word about Doctor Luke Kesha rapist. Yes, everyone. I free mean, I Kesha. Think, I think we all know. Free Kesha seems a little bit. She should be freed from. But her contract, she should be freed sure. from her contract. I for think sure. that's what it's saying. I don't okay. think that people are saying that she's. Well. I mean, she kind of is enslaved a little bit, just like contractually. 
do anyway you, we do don't... you think do you think dr luke would try to rape her again i mean she has hardcore smeared his name and destroyed his profession like his yeah. career yeah he's done because of her yeah absolutely so and maybe good, good for fucking her like yeah i mean come forward guys don't let them get away with it. Don't let Dr. Luke Kesha Rapist get away right. with that shit. That's right. And, you know, I, I feel like you said guys is just like a gender neutral thing. I like, did. I did mean it. But, but like also, guys, like, girls, there's anybody. There's certainly a lot of guys looking If you the have other experienced way. sexual assault or rape, come forward to the police. That's right. Right away. Or come forward come to, forward someone to you somebody trust. you trust. Right. Just you're be- not. Look, you're under no obligation to come forward to the police. It's not your fault. That is. Oh, my God. God, yes. It's not it your is not, fault. It is not your fault. Guess whose fault it is? It's All of it goes asshole. back to Dr. Luke Dr. Kesha Luke rapist. Kesha rapist and any other rapists that are out there. Mm, worse than Game of Thrones. Yeah, because so this th- is real life. This is real life. Really happening. Real terrible life. So there are two songs on the <laughs> iTunes version of this thing. Uh, the first I'm bored by and the second demonstrates to me uh in, in kind of the most clear way uh what i hate about this record <laughs> can you <laughs> specify which is which please of course great I, now this is my turn to be coy so the uh what what are these songs uh, the first story song of is my called life the story of my life which is by the way a one direction song that i think is better than the weezer song oh, really? <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i don't like one direction that much but like that song that's my jam. Okay, so which part were you being honest about there? <laughs> that you didn't like One Direction or that that song is your jam? Both. Okay, all right. Can I not be conflicted? I. You can. <laughs> that was the worst phrasing for I that just, sentence ever. <laughs> I just, when you say, I can I be honest? And then you say <laughs> two things that are contradicting each other. No, but like... <laughs> Overall, like looking at their whole catalog, I don't care much for One Direction. Look, later but when we're when we're doing when we're recording an episode of My Name is One Direction, <laughs> then we'll talk about Story of My Life. But like when I'm looking at the the uh a track title called Story of My Life, I'm like, I would rather this be One Direction than Weezer right now, which is that is the only time that sentence will come out of my mouth ever. I'm, Unless we're talking about can't stop partying, because fuck that. I'm old enough that I don't think I could describe any One Direction song to you. That's really old. Old, it's <laughs> old enough. Okay, so no, the, it's, it's so probably a good the, age. The first, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> what are we talking about? The song is "Story of My Story Life." Story of My Life. It's uh, recorded acoustically. I don't think the song is necessarily bad. The recording is profoundly boring because um, it's just that fits with most of the rest of this record. Yeah, but. But not in that, like, the texture of just the acoustic guitar is interesting or different. It's it's not what you hear just, like, on the radio ever. Anyway, I'm, I, I, we don't even need to talk about the song. It's, it's okay. boring as shit. Yeah. So the other bonus track on the iTunes uh, version of this <laughs> record is two cover songs. Mashup. Yeah, it's a it. I mean, let's be adults. Really, it's one after the other. Let's call it a medley because that's what it is. 
I watch too much Glee to call you it. You do a watch <laughs> too much Glee. A medley they and not a mashup. I, I hate the way Glee popularized <laughs> mashup when they mean medley. Mm, but mashups more modern and fun. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. I'm like For, such a millennial. You are such a millennial. I work I heard, in social media marketing. Did I know you did. not I make know you that do. clear earlier? I know you do. I heard uh, something on NPR the other day that uh, <laughs> does this make me not a millennial? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it said that everyone born after 1981 was a millennial, which count, which is me. I'm 82. Okay, sure. I think I disagree with it, but I mean, I want to say like 86 is the cutoff. I don't know, because Heather's a millennial, and she's only two years younger than you. Three years younger than you. That's true. Hey, Heather. You're hey, not Heather. listening to this. You are, and certainly not listening an hour and 20 minutes Oh, into. hell no. Oh, we're an hour and 50 minutes into this. Fuck yes. <laughs> <coughs> Anyways. Look, guys. Okay, so here, it, it's a mashup slash medley of um, MGMT's uh, kids, kids, which is a song that I love. Yeah, I think everyone kind of does. Yeah, it's, it's, there's uh, nothing bad about it. It's catchy and sort of innocuous, and the textures mm-hmm. are cool. Um, and it's catchy. Um, you said that already. Well, I've been <laughs> drinking. Uh, and Lady Gaga's Poker Face, which is not my cup of tea. I really like Lady Gaga. Um, she's got some stuff that I dig, but Poker Face, too many puzz on a mount. Oh no, I don't. I mean, uh, their Weezer's uh, recording of it here is awful. Like it's really bad. Yeah, it is. Um, th- much no one, like the rest of this album. Much like the rest of this album, and much like the rest of this album, it seems like no one's invested in it. Like nobody yeah. cares. Because um, why would you give a shit after you recorded the rest of these songs? I mean, who's even to say that Everyone's they did this autopilot. after they recorded that? But okay, so for me, th- this is Weezer doing. MGMT and Lady Gaga, things that were popular that year, the year before, maybe two years before, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, when did Poker Face come out? Like, uh, like Lady Gaga's version? I don't know. I can it, look it, it up. It's on Fame Monster, so I want to say 2008. I was 2008, in you were right. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. I really like that record. She got nominated for Grammy Award Record of the Year that year. Hey man, that that record's got uh, Poker Face and Telephone and something the else. The awesome music on video for Telephone. Um, my best friend from college, Jordan Brown, and I. Yeah, I bet we. Jordan. You met Jordan. We watched that video, so the one with Beyonce. Yeah. So many times. That was the first video on YouTube to break a billion views. That was a fucking great video i didn't know that but that like i believe it because that was a great video um she played at a concert in um some park (laughs) some outdoor park in uh downtown chicago probably right around the uh this time 2009 that was like just about the like almost the peak of her fame yeah it was just before um did you watch her sound of music tribute yeah yeah on the oscars last year that was good yeah it's amazing that she just went out there and did it straight like fucking nailed it of course she she's 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 a goddamn pro i i was disappointed with art pop art pop is that the name of the record 
pop art. It's mm-hmm. something along those lines. I was disappointed with that record, but whatever she does next, I think is going to be it's amazing. Um, it's um, art pop. Art pop. I was right. Okay. Um, and that record you she did with Tony pop. Bennett is sure yeah. is good too. Um, cheek to cheek is the name of that record. Uh, what's my point? My <laughs> <laughs> Who even knows anymore? We're finished with the bottle of wine, by the way. Thank Christ. And we're finished with this record. Oh, I, thank God. I, uh, but Jen, Jen, do you see what I'm saying? That like they're covering two like current pop songs. Yeah. They're that, like pandering like nobody's business. Yeah. This whole album and is fucking pandering like, like yes. nobody's business. Yes. The whole thing. Mm. Bringing Wheezy on. Making records about misogyny. Or out songs about it. I don't know. I'm not making sense anymore. No, it's just that misogyny was cool at this time. And so they were just being cool. I can't. I'm done. I'm done with it. Let's just be fucking done with this episode, Patrick. Okay, so we give this record an F thirty five percent. Yeah. Like a like a deep F. <laughs> deep F. <laughs> it's like a deep V, but worse. I wonder. <laughs> I like to keep all of my V's <laughs> modest. I've got maybe three or four V's. Yeah. Uh, I feel like yours are pretty pretty prudish. You've got prudish V's. Yeah, I've got weird chest hair. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. It's it's spotty and uneven. <laughs> Asymmetric. Is that something that you're really sensitive about? No. Okay. That's no, good. It's just something I'm aware of. I'm wearing a V neck right now. You are. It's different. I <laughs> to check to see. <laughs> I also checked, and that means I was looking at your breasts for a second, so I apologize. <laughs> hey, Jen, I can't stop partying. Whoa. Whoa. You're not my daddy. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, but the girl did get hot, though. All right. I never <laughs> want to think about this album again. Let's just be finished. <laughs> Jen, so that was, that was it. That was it. We finished Ratitude. So... I know you're not the world's biggest red lover, but... (laughs) Sounds like you should have said red lobster. Yeah, I know you're not the world's (laughs) biggest red lobster. I'm not that either. But would you... If if someone was uh, like, oh, yeah, I stopped listening to Weezer after, you know, whatever early, arbitrary early date, after Green, after Maladroit, after Make Believe, whatever. Sure. Um... You would almost certainly not recommend this record to anyone, right? Fuck no. Fuck no. By comparison, would you recommend Red? If we're talking by comparison, sure. What about not by comparison? Not by comparison, I'd recommend a couple tracks. Sure. Sort of a, a, a curated Red. Yeah. I think that's fair. I talked to a coworker recently and... We were talking about Weezer, not the coworker who um, encouraged me to join the Weezer fan club, a different one. Um, but it was a part of the same conversation. Um, but this is all very <laughs> important information. Thank you for it is. breaking Thank down you. those details. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't really listen to anything after Maladroit, but I do like pork and beans. I'm like, I like if you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to. And I was like, oh, so you just like the singles. I got really sassy oh, with got- him. I would say shitty. You got <laughs> shitty with him. I did. I got straight up shitty with him. And I was like, oh. I sh-. And he was like, he was like, when you get to my age, <laughs> all you all you care about are the singles, <laughs> the oh, hits. <laughs> that's not a function of age. That's a function of attitude. Sure. Yeah. 
Um, but I would recommend more than just the singles on Red. Yeah. I would not recommend more than just the singles on Ratitude. I mean, I, I think literally there are two songs on this that we can recommend. Sure. And one of them is a single and the other one, the other one's good. I don't like if I was yeah. recommending Weezer to somebody, yeah. I would not recommend tripping down the freeway. It's like the 50th song you would recommend. Yeah. It's way down there. Jen, I think we covered this. I think we are open and shut and we know what we think about this record. We think yeah. it's a pile of horse garbage. Garbage. Um, What are we talking about next time? More Jen? garbage. More garbage. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Next time we're talking about the garbagest of garbages, uh, which ne- like we're going to have to actually fucking listen to. We're going to have to prepare. I may, I may buy Hurley. I ha- you can just rip mine. That's fine. No, look, I'm going to buy it. I'm gonna Why buy are you going to buy it? Because we're going to talk about it. <laughs> so I, Patrick has stood up and is playing with my dog and almost knocked over a wine glass. Not why I stood up. But <laughs> OK, so we we're are talking about Hurley, which none of us are excited about. We're talking about Hurley, but I think we're also going to talk about the rentals. Um, yeah. Because the rentals were up to some weird shit during this time. Sure. Yeah. Um, including some movie projects and <laughs> whatever. And some soundtracks. <laughs> hey, look, man. Matt Sharp is a weird fucking dude. He is a weird dude. We talked in detail about that in episode four. That's true. Also, maybe episode two. <laughs> um, so, uh, next time we're going to talk about Hurley. Sorry, we're going to talk about the Rentals EP called Just Little Life. Um, and then also the Rentals Songs About Time, which is their like movie project. And mm-hmm. um, Lost in Alphaville, which is the like kind of soundtrack that came out of that. Yeah. So there's a lot to parse through there. Um, it probably won't be as in-depth as this was. but uh, I hope not. I hope not. Do... Um, but look, guys, we're gonna this try is, to make it fun for you. We will. As it make will it not fun be fun for us. <laughs> no, look. Well, we have to try to make it fun for us as well. That's right. Um, guys, look. If we've learned nothing else here today, it's that we all despise Doctor Luke, Kesha, Kesha rapist. rapist, and she should be released from her contract. Yeah, free Kesha, dude. Uh, free Kesha, dude. Hashtag free Kesha, dude. Hashtag cookie shark. Hashtag cookie shark. This is Patrick. This is Jen. And you've been listening to. My my name name is Weezer. Weezer. Hashtag cookie shark. Hashtag. What's a creative podcast network?